Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I can't stand it. The new commemorative Kate Daly Show coin limited edition is here. It's ready. And you can purchase one. You can help Truth and Radio. 99 bucks. And of course, for value, you've got a real silver coin. And that sits on, in your pocket, which is real nice at $40, $45 value. And it's only supposed to skyrocket. So it's a good investment. It's an investment into silver. It's an investment into Truth and Radio. The coin itself says, be faithful, be fearless, just like we need to be. And modeled after the flowing hair coin. That was the first coin ever minted in the United States, ever. 1794, when we became a country. Let's celebrate history. Let's celebrate truth and radio. And the show needs it. We need your help. We can't go on. It's a very expensive show. We cannot do this without you. We can't grow without you. And so this is a limited edition. Please get one before they're gone. And let me just tell you, this coin is gorgeous. You can go see it at katedallyradio.com. Really easy to order. You just click on the link. It takes you two seconds. But if you can order several of these or order one for yourself and maybe some for friends or family, it's a great way to celebrate what's so important in this country. Truth, education, all the things that we need as a populace. And I love the guests that I have on the show. I love the co-hosts like Chris Ann Hall coming on to educate us. And let me just tell you, this is worth it. This is a way that instead of just listening, you can act by having one of these in your home. It comes in a beautiful case. And on the back, it says, in God, we trust united. We stand also on the front. It says the Kate Daly show, be faithful and be fearless. I hope we always remain faithful and fearless because that's what it's going to take to get through all of this. And I hope that you purchase one of these coins, please, to keep this show on the air. And uh, a big thank you, big heartfelt thank you from me, all the co-hosts, because this show is not corporate owned. We run from you. We run off of you. And I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Please go purchase one of these. We've been waiting for this for a long time and get one before it's gone. Thanks. KateDallyRadio.com. Look for the link on the top. Mar. Name one time in history when the guys that wanted to ban the guns and books were the good guys. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Or do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor bar? Or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Hi there. Welcome to Kate Daly Show. So glad you are listening in. I did the Alex Jones Show earlier, and uh, it, was, it was really fun and mentioned a lot of things in that hour. So make sure and go check that out at band.video. Band, the word band, dot video. And there's a lot of shows there. Click on the Alex Jones Show and you'll see it. It'll probably be up probably after, I don't know, 5, 6 o'clock today. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that so you could go watch that episode because there's so many things I talk about in that hour. But uh, so grateful to be able to do that. And I love their audience. I love the audience over there. And uh, that's why I'm there, too. They're just uh, great folks. I love the feedback I get. So... Uh, I also wanted to mention really quick, look, help this show stay on the air. It's the only fundraiser we're doing, and uh, this is a limited coin. It is the Kate Daly Show commemorative coin. It's real silver, so you're investing in, in precious metals, right? And let me just tell you, it helps the show, and then you get a little jingle in your pocket for that too. And it's a reminder. It's a reminder to be faithful, be fearless, 
it comes in a beautiful case. And these coins, there's such a limited number. I just want to make sure you get one. And I love that you're willing to help out to keep this on the air. A show like this is the product because we're not owned by an agency. We're not told what to say. We got a lot of shows are grouped together and then sold like as a you know package because they're owned by a conglomerate. We are not. We're totally separate. Very unique. Very unique thing to do. And because of that, um, that's why you don't see advertisements for us. That's why we don't have the whole polished look and the, all the producers and all the stuff is because we're not that. We're not that. So this is a people's show and we still take calls and we'll talk about any subject. And so all the things you're thinking of that never get talked about, even in conservative radio, we'll talk about them here. So if you like this show, please, please go to the website, katedallyradio.com and buy the Kate Daly Show Collector's Coin because it's really going to help this show. And also it says be faithful and fearless on it. Uh, be faithful and fearless. And then also it's, it's, the, uh, it's minted after the Lady Liberty, the first coin ever minted in the United States. But we really, we really need your help right now. And because we're a, a, a product of all of you, because we, you know, this show left the Fox uh, affiliate and just went on its own. And I, I own the name of my show and it's very unique. People just don't do that anymore. You're, you have to be kind of shored up by a corporation, but we're not. So I just wanted to make sure that you realize that. And that's why we're able to say the things we say and do the things we do on this show. So if you like it, please, please do something. Take action for truth and radio that you stood behind it, that you support it. And please go purchase a collector's coin. Um, and I swear you're going to love it too. Silver's just going to go up. So there you go. Melissa Smith joins me and we got a lot to talk about. And so I'm so grateful that you're on the show, Melissa. And uh, you've been coming on the show for years and years and years, every Wednesday. And I love it. So where you're do you want to start? Feel really old now. Oh my gosh. I feel old every day. So when, so I can't believe we've been doing this 10 years. So, so where do you want to start? Because we have a lot of stuff to get to history and all kinds of things, books, all kinds of stuff. Where do you want to start? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're, we're going to start big and then we're going to end small. How okay. About that? Sounds good. Go for it. So let's start. Uh, I guess there's a really intriguing video by Jordan Peterson out there on YouTube that I would encourage everybody to listen to. It's called Civil War mm-hmm. and it's kind of long, but Jordan Peterson makes essentially the same point that, that I'm going to make right now. That one of the things that it seems that us here in the West, we are incapable of even seeing or recognizing because mm-hmm. we're so busy navel gazing, we don't get mm-hmm. it, is that Putin has framed what's going on in Ukraine as a moral war against the decadence of the West. Mm-hmm. And so for him and for, and he's selling this to the Russian people. And they buy it, and they're not the only ones in the world who are looking at the West, Mm -hmm. spearheaded by the United States, as crazy, decadent, uh, what are some other good words to fill in there, Um, immoral. Mm. And if if you think about the kind of bigger picture of our society and culture, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of in agreement with some of that. I think we are Mm -hmm. decadent, and I think we are losing the moral high ground. And so Putin, as he's 
part of the the conflict in Ukraine, and it's not one that we ever talk about because we don't ever think about the role that spirituality mm-hmm. or religion or values or morals might be playing is that Putin says, I don't want Ukraine to be this state that introduces those values close to my borders. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, if you, you know, have you mm -hmm. seen some of the Zelensky footage Mm -hmm. that's out there where he's wearing heels and a dress? Oh, yeah. We played his song from his little boy band. Um, He's like in drag. Yeah, he's an interesting character. Comedian. Yeah, that got picked for the role of uh, I'm the president of Ukraine and uh, I can take time to do a Vogue cover with my wife while I'm at war. And uh, yeah, it's it's a hot mess. But, you know, I don't know if it's the decadence. You know, it's interesting because. Putin has, you know, they've, they've noticed a lot of things through the years. And I actually think that it's not really due to the country because the country has the free market system, which was amazing because it built our wealth. But I think what has really corrupted us is what the government's done in the people's name abroad. And I think that is the problem. I think that is where I, I think that's the issue that people see. But it's easy to take capitalism and then say it's decadence without understanding we have two forms of capitalism. We no, have free market well, and then you know, politician I capitalism. I don't know that Putin is offering offering a critique mm-hmm. of our financial mm-hmm. system. Right. I think that this is a moral thing. I think that's what I'm talking he's about. Looking, mm-hmm. Well, I, I I think he's looking at the inability we have to know the difference between a man and a woman. We can't yeah. define what a woman is. That is true. I think I think he's mm-hmm. looking at Americans who don't believe in anything anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not that we are not a Christian nation. We are a nation of no value. You know, we yeah. don't believe oh, yeah. in anything and anymore. And he's right. He's right on that. I absolutely agree on that. Um, we, we definitely have some problems. I just think that the... That what the CIA's done in our name and our government behind the scenes has certainly played a role in how people view us. And I don't think the American people really realize what's been done. But I think you're right about the fact that there are some things like like back in World War II, there was a, a unit called Unit uh, 731. And it was over in Japan and they were taking people and making them into human experiments. And Russia went in to try to get them on war crimes for doing this, and they killed babies and pregnant women, and all they would bisect them right on the table. And I mean, it was just awful what they were doing. They'd blow them up, and just to see what would happen. We went in, and the guy at the helm went in to investigate, and he actually gave them a pass and said, We just want your data. You can go. <laughs> we just want well, you to. So there are things I'm sure that Russia has noticed through the years that have been pretty appalling from people coming from our government. Sure. Well, 100%. I think I think you know Putin had Putin has formed an alliance mm-hmm. with the Russian Orthodox Church, and I think it's this is another thing that here uh-huh. in the United States maybe we don't fully grasp that Russia is neither Catholic nor Protestant; they're right. Orthodox. It's a right. different system. Yeah. And Putin, whether you believe that he believes mm-hmm. or not, um, is he a believer? Is he exploiting the church, the Russian Orthodox Church, for whatever his own political purposes are? I, I can't speculate on the content mm-hmm. of his art. Mm-hmm. But I think the people of Russia who were forbidden from religious expression for a really long time, there has been a massive revival led by Putin religiously inside of Russia. Yeah. They are building 
Orthodox churches like crazy, and it is an expanding Orthodox mm-hmm. church. And trust me when I tell you, the Orthodox church knows what a woman is. Yeah. No problem and, identifying it. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Putin has put things in place as well to encourage family growth and to make certain things illegal that are mm-hmm. he feels are counterproductive socially. I'm whether Putin is offering a critique to the West of other things, even the CIA, I think anybody outside of outside of our system, outside the West mm-hmm. can look at us and say we've gone crazy mm. culturally. Now, yeah. I, like I said, yeah. I don't think I think the I think the media has a huge megaphone on that. So I look around at my hearing. friends and neighbors, and I think, well, for the most part, we're pretty rational. <laughs> yeah, but that's I look true, at though. what's happening in schools, mm-hmm. and I think, well, You're there right. you go, not so much. You're right about that because the megaphone is what the other countries hear too. So that representation of America goes out, and that's what they perceive all of us are like, right? I mean, they perceive that a lot of the nation is behind that which is unfortunate because our media is bought and sold. So they're going to they're gonna voice the opinion of the extremist minority of the leftist communists that are trying to change our culture. So you're, I think you're exactly right. Well, here, here's a really interesting statement from this article. America mm-hmm. appears determined not only to provoke its nuclear enemies, but to further shove decadent Western values down the throats of ancient cultures mm. who are willing to fight to the death for the sake of their deeply held beliefs and cultural identities. Wow. It's a kind of cultural imperialism that I don't think uh, the left really wants to own, right. although they do own it, because as far as I'm concerned, I'm fighting for my own religious freedom and my religious values and my right to worship God as I want to. Mm-hmm. But that is not what's happening culturally across the country. Right. And it's uh, those are those are things. If you look at what Hollywood churns out, mm-hmm. that is the voice of America across the world. If you look at our television, at our pop culture, right. at all of it, it's horrible. You're right. It's horrible. Yep. And uh, so here's Putin who says, you know what? I don't want that. I don't want that influence Mm -hmm. in my country. I don't want it at my doorstep. I don't want it in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. It's another little factor. And he's not the only one, by the way, who sees the crazy in America. There are the Eastern Bloc countries, Poland, Albania, all the Eastern Bloc countries are looking at us in much the same way. As is, that has been a critique of right. the Muslim world right. for many, many it's years. It's funny because they're so steeped in socialism, but they identify the immorality of what's happening here. And so it's like, a, it's a mixed bag because, you know, they're steeped in some things, but viewing others. And it is pretty horrific. Be right back with Melissa Smith. Don't go anywhere, Kate Daly Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. 
It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word KATE, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word KATE, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Love this song. Anyway, welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Oh, do you know why I love my pillow? Can I just tell you? I got the sheets out of the dryer last night, and I love, like, fresh sheets. Like, that's one of my things, right? One of my quirky things. Love sheets right out of the dryer. And I got them out of the dryer, and I was like, if everybody knew what kind of quality they were getting with my pillow, you would buy them immediately. I'm not kidding around. They've been the best sheets we've ever had, and I'm a sheet person. I love bedding, and I love towels. It's the girl in me. I just love that kind of stuff. And um, they're the best. They're the best. My pillow has the best quality products. Their my pillows are also on sale for like nineteen bucks too. Lit- Seriously, go to mypillow.com, get some slippers, get some pillows for yourself, get some um, sheets. Their blankets are amazing. Their down comforters are amazing. Their pillow top pillow toppers um, also can change a mattress and their mattresses fifty percent off right now. You can get up to ninety percent just by putting in the code Kate. Please take advantage of this. Right now, while you can still get things before shortages are coming, please go to MyPillow.com, put in the code Kate, because you're missing out if you don't have these sheets and towels. And the towels stay fluffy and amazing and absorbent. You just can't even believe it. Like, just go get them, I promise. They even have, like, the big the big sheet size, you know what I mean, too, that everybody always wants to, those big, huge ones, too. They're amazing. Go get them. Anyway, Melissa's back here with me, and uh, we have a lot to talk about. So I, I love this topic, though. I love all the topics you're going you're gonna to hit today. Go for uh, it, well, Melissa. Americans, American Spectator had a fabulous, very fascinating article that kind of looked at American history. Mm-hmm. Is America over? And, Mm. you know, I've talked about it with my friends. We know from polling that there are a lot of people, a majority of Americans are saying that the United States is corrupt. A third of Americans believe that we may have to take up arms Mm -hmm. against a corrupt government. Um, 28% of all voters say... Uh, it may be including 37% of gun owners, which is a big, big number. Mm-hmm. It, it might be necessary to take up arms. Right. It's one in five Democrats are saying that right now, hmm. which is a, that's 20% of Democrats right. are saying the government is corrupt. It's not meeting the people's needs. So 
are we at the end of a political era? And what I love about this article is the notion, it's very optimistic in that this is not, you know, we, we hear about like the fourth turning mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is Americans are resilient. We are feeling a lot of angst because we're in a moment where the culture is turning. Right. And we don't know how that's going to end. And that causes me some angst. Seriously. Sure. It causes me a lot of anxiety. But let's go back and review just really briefly some other times in American history that were full of that same kind of, how's this going to work? Mm-hmm. So if we talk about the early years of the Republic, kind of the Jeffersonian years, right? Um, the country was generally rural, and they took, it was not so much a capitalist system, mm-hmm. although it was, but capitalism wasn't even a word, really. Right. Um but it was more the the whole country was focused on expansionism. It was a rural community, the agricultural South kind of dominated. Mm-hmm. When that no longer worked, and and it kind of that that whole period kind of moves all the way from Washington essentially all the way to James Buchanan, right? Who was completely inept unable to govern, mm-hmm. unable to strike a bargain with his opposing party right. to heal what was rapidly turning into civil war. Think about that for a minute. Hmm. Um, really incompetent president president in the face of a coming civil war. Mm-hmm. That the kind of gears of politics shifted, starting with Lincoln. And then moving all the way through until about the Great Depression, it is the Gilded Age. It is the age of capitalism and commerce and the growth of industrialization in the United States. Mm -hmm. Until that kind of taps out. And at World War II, well, like Great Depression years, we have Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. And the shift is... And by the way, this kind of alternates. Jefferson, they were Democrats. The Gilded Age was dominated by Republicans. Right. Then the welfare state, the creation of the welfare state, dominated by Democrats. Are we at the cusp of another turn of the wheel? And will it be dominated by Republicans? It's kind of an interesting premise to think, are the Democrats running out of gas? Are they just out of ideas now what the democrats are have to resort to when they don't when they can't make political mm-hmm. traction when they have no traction they have to call out their dogs to protest on the street that is not really political capital being right. used very well right and so this american spectator article is suggesting we may be at the cusp of something new coming and it may not be the Democrats in charge because we are, like Buchanan, mm-hmm. faced with the most incompetent president who is unable to wield any of his political capital in a way that gets compromised or moves anything ahead. It's mm-hmm. just all strong arm and incompetent and corrupt. Right. So I think that that's a fascinating thought that maybe the 
kind of mishmash we're we're faced with is the country trying to sort out which direction this is going to go. Yeah. And do the Republicans have the backbone to do what needs to do? No. It needs to be done. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did I answer that too? No. Anyway, well, go ahead. And that's go kind ahead. of what, that's what the author of this article suggests. He says this, every facet of the Republican Party's conduct since the birth of the New Deal is inadequate to the kind of political leadership necessary for setting the tone for the fourth era of American history. Mm-hmm. So we have the Democrats are out of gas and the Republicans have never had any gas to start with. They they were never, you know, the loyal opposition. Mm-hmm. So who does he say? Who Who's going to have to save the day and how does it happen? It has to be we the people and it has to be a political revival. We have the power. We mm-hmm. have always had the power. Yep. It's not going to be a political thing. It's going to be driven by the people of the country if we have the will do we have the will quit looking at republicans and saying if only if only Mm -hmm. we have to take it back right i think that's fascinating well my goodness i I think it's the only i mean we have to do it in mass so that's the one piece that's missing is the masses part right and so we're not a good mass of people because it's hard to get people on board to something. Look at look at the trucker rallies and trying to get people to support that or trying to get people to... It, it's tough right now because uh, it's hard to do. It's hard to do in America where the leftist has the microphone. But like American Spectator, you know, they say they're conservative. No, usually not. They're from Arlington, Virginia. So they're kind of, an, they're kind of a magazine that's going to probably point in the direction that I think they're going to point it along with some others, because we have a lot like that, like Cato and all these different ones that they're conservative, but they don't, they don't always side with the constitution. But I do think that they're, they're right in saying in some ways in saying, yeah, they don't have the backbone. We just don't fight for not only backbone. We don't fight for in, We don't fight. We don't fight for any. We just stand there and get punched like the uh, 140 Capitol um, guards, I guess, just stood there and took it. Well, so let's they, remember yeah. that the Tea Party was mm-hmm. not born from right. uh, any politician. You're right. You're right. So they sent it in was Newt. it was Rick Santelli, mm-hmm. and it was the the moment had come. Right, right. And people all across the country heard what he said, and they said, "You know what? He's right. Let's go." Yeah. And so people were so, definitely. I wish we could have kept it out of the hands of Newt and some of the people that infiltrated it, because I think we they there could have been a big uprising at that point. I do think so. Don't you think? Had they I, not, I do too. And I squashed. think that I was a part of that mm-hmm. at the time, and I'm wiser now. All mm-hmm. of my friends that participated in that, we were, we are all wiser now than we were then. Right. We were very idealistic and we got our hands burned and, and the whole movement got co-opted. Yep. But let's hope that there is yet another revival left in us. I think, I there, think is. there is. I do. I agree with you. I think there is. And I think people just don't know how to do it because they're, they want to go, they want to do these things, but they're afraid that people aren't going to join in. And what brings tears to people's eyes the most is when you see a lot of people show up, right? Their presence be known and their voice be heard. And, and I think calling them on, on their crap and, and getting out of these tribes and saying, you know what, we're not going to let the tribes keep us distracted anymore we're not okay with what's going on in america and we're not going to take it anymore if we had 50 million people show up 
on the streets of D.C.? What what could they do? (laughs) What could they do? Well, I personally don't think that we even need to bother with D.C. anymore. Mm -hmm. D.C. is indeed a swamp. What I would like to see is in every state capital. That'd be nice. 25,000 people in every state capital across the country. That would be, wouldn't that be great? And show the governors where to go. It would be much Mm -hmm. more difficult a crowd to control. Right. It would be a much more difficult thing to stage manage Mm -hmm. from the people who are very corrupt and used to managing these things. Right. Um, So, you know, I I think there are, there is the opportunity. It's, it's kind of interesting to think about Herbert Hoover for a minute. Mm -hmm. He's the one that, spun the wheel and introduced you know his Herbert Hoover's an interesting character with the coming of the welfare state mm-hmm. but we there was a crash of international trade during his his term in office and he raised taxes in the middle of an economic recession right and the people of America just said enough of right. that so i'm you know we're hearing what biden has in store and I know personally lots of people who are beginning to see Biden as like he's just kind of an autocrat mm-hmm. and they're beginning to say enough is enough. If there is a big, hard tax increase, Americans don't like taxes. Right. We have never liked taxes. Is that enough to to tip the balance? Mm-hmm. Is that enough to get people to say, OK, right. we've had enough now? COVID wasn't enough. Yeah. Sadly, <laughs> you would have thought taxes. it would have been right. Um, you might have thought, but you know, as long as people America, I think this is my own mm-hmm. assessment of Americans. As long as we have food on our table and we've got entertainment easily accessible, we can put up with a lot, but high taxation, high inflation, crazy like that, mm-hmm. where people begin to suffer. They're right. not able to put food on their table. They're not able to afford enter- that kind of entertainment mm-hmm. they would like to have their life will actually with. spark a reaction. That is the truth. And we're in a, we're in a place where people think all we'll just, I'll be nice and we'll go along because we should all get along. And my guy, if I get my guy in, he'll fix it. And it's not happening. It never has. Well, but, that's just tribal. Yeah. And it's like just waiting on somebody to go in and fix it for them. But it's always been the people. You're right. Be right back. More with Melissa Smith when we come back. Be right back. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. Because this is an awesome product. It works. I'm in my mid-60s, and as you get older, you run out of energy, and this stuff works. It's amazing. I don't always eat a good diet, but at 66 years old, I'm somewhat retired as a long-haul trucker. Now I farm fruit orchard here, and I like it. I love the life. But as you get older, your energy starts to deplete no matter what your diet is. Once you take this stuff and get on this, the fruits and the vegetables, and three tablets each, once a day. It's awesome. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, it's a game changer. You won't know until you try the product and see what it does. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Let me see 
what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In Welcome back, words, Kate Daly Show. So glad to have you listening in. And of course, uh, you know how I feel about nutrition. And I've been doing a lot of research on our food supply, and it's been really off the hook crazy what I've been finding. And they started putting so many chemicals in our food in the late 1800s, early 1900s. They even went to the Supreme Court over what they were putting in the bread to bleach it, uh, the nitrates they were using, and the Alsop uh, process, and, and all of this all went to the Supreme Court. And uh, we have a sincere problem that has only gotten worse over the last 100 years. So when I say that, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm meaning it, that you should be taking, you should be taking a food supplement. Please go to balanceofnature.com and check it out. This is the food supplement that I prefer, my family prefers. This is the one that was kind of head and shoulders above everybody else. The reason is because the quality, the fruits and vegetables, they grow with no pesticides, no GMO, and they take that, reduce those really good fruits and vegetables down to capsules with the phytonutrients inside, take out the air and water. You're getting 31 fruits and vegetables a day of nutrients, of really the most incredible fruits and vegetables grown. So please go get this product and get it in bulk and try it. It's got a 30-day guarantee on it. If you don't like it, send it back. I actually think you're going to love it because you're going to feel so much energy and like, like Uncle Milty got off of his morning coffee because of it. I'm serious when I say this is the product every single American should be taking right now to compensate for the horrible, horrible food supply problem we have right now. So, and I was looking at all the, all the, all the uh, vitamins that are taken out in that bleaching process. And it's so amazing that we eat it because it's really like eating styrofoam. I mean, when we eat white flour, it's just, (laughs) I can't even believe the problems we have in our food supply. So anyway, go to balanceofnature.com and uh, put in the code Kate, please. Okay. Um, You'll get it in uh, immediately and get 35% off. So it's going to be amazing. All right. Go for it, Melissa. Well, here's another piece of good news. Are you ready for more good news, Kate? Please. I'm always that would ready be for great. good news. That would be great. There is a sizable and growing group of what they call anti-millennial millennials. Mm-hmm. The young people today right. are becoming more conservative than their parents and grandparents. Who would have guessed that? Right. Now, there is a very sizable and very vocal group of people who are crazy Mm-hmm. Who are the people who Putin is afraid of, right? Right. <laughs> that are just nuts. But there are more and more young people who are embracing more conservative values. They're they're not as conservative as perhaps they might be, but mm-hmm. this is a toehold in the door. As we talk about, you know, what's going to turn the wheel of American politics, take right. a look at some of these younger people because they will be the ones that have to lead it. Right. And it makes me excited to think about them. Um, so while millennials are sometimes being slammed around as being entitled, they are, you know, addicted to social media. Um, they are generally not respecters of the power structure, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, there 
there are also a large and growing group of young people who are trying to return to more conservative religious values. They like traditional families. Mm -hmm. They want they want their kids. They're homeschooling their children. Some of them that are if they're old enough to have children themselves. Right. If they're still in college, I look at my own two boys who are both in some respects more conservative than I am on certain topics. Hmm. And it's kind of amazing to look at them and they're not alone either. Right. They're not. And now they they know way a lot of other people that are, but mm -hmm. there is a growing group. And Good. I think that's very encouraging. It is. Because sure. it is. It really really is. And I want to kind of go on to talk about this is another educationally related thing. By the way, some of those people on college campuses they have begun to speak up. They know they're going to be persecuted for it, if you will. They know that they're going to get picked at, and they're doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, God bless them all. Yeah. But I want to talk about another educational thing. Um, as we look at what's happening with kids and what's happening in our schools and whatever, mm -hmm. there has been a push recently for nationwide preschool we want to have universal preschool now because our kids if they're not reading in kindergarten we just think that they're never going to amount to anything That's right so true <laughs> that is so true yeah go ahead <laughs> well what they're beginning to find now believe it or not mm -hmm. is that children who start in preschool at mandated preschool are doing worse academically by sixth grade than those who do not attend preschool at all Really? Hmm. Why is that? Yeah, I can give you so some reasons. Go ahead. There's a huge crisis in teacher teachers. There's no teachers. Teachers are flooding out of the public school system. Mm -hmm. They are also they also are leaving preschools. So there's a massive teacher shortage, which right. I think presents an opportunity for conservatives. By the way, mm -hmm. but there's a massive teacher shortage, and in preschools. You know, what are we going to do about that? And it's what I have believed. Now, did your kids go to preschool, Kate? Nope. Well, one did. I have to say one did. Yes, one did. Yep. I put my kids into a preschool situation that was like maybe two days a week so mm -hmm. that I had time to go get groceries. It right. was kind of a mom's day out thing yeah. for me. Seriously. Like, I need a minute to yep. kind of collect myself and regroup every week. I did not put them in any kind of structured or academic preschool. Mm -hmm. But I think this is really telling. Um, this is a quote from John Taylor Gatto, who was a New York teacher of the year. He said this, family is the main ed engine of education. If we use schooling to break children away from parents mm -hmm. and make no mistake, that has been the central function of schools since Horace Mann announced it as the purpose of Massachusetts schools in 1850, we're going to continue to have the horror show we have right now. The curriculum of family is at the heart of any good life, and we've gotten away from that curriculum. Time to return to it. The way to sanity and education is for our schools to take the lead in releasing the stranglehold of institutions on family life to promote during school time confluences of parent and child that will strengthen family bonds mm, sure good stuff yeah so we talked about this last week and i think 
one of the the things as I think about my kids and I and I often wonder like how did they end up being having any conservative values? They are completely surrounded by other voices, other people, but they always seemed to come back to some fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that part of that has to do with them being we've read a lot of books. I personally have read a lot of books out loud to my kids. Right. And books are the surest way to help kids think about um, values. What values mm-hmm. do they have? Right. You know, and, and fiction, there's there's this big thing. I have just recently read that a lot of children's and young adult book publishers want to see more and more LGBT themes in young adult fiction. Mm-hmm. There's lots of books now being promoted inside of schools. We're going to read a coming of age story where the the kids don't know about their sexuality and they're questioning life. Doesn't that just make you sick? (laughs) So so I just thought I would bring Mm -hmm. some suggestions of some of my favorite books that are just politics free that Mm -hmm. teach messages that parents and kids alike just would like to hear okay and that means you kind of have to turn the dial back a little right right okay so um one of my favorites i'm getting ready to read to someone right now i i work with a young man mm-hmm. and it's called my side of the mountain mm-hmm. by gene craig i think is the author's name anyway in my side of the mountain a young boy goes out to live in the woods Mm -hmm. for, I think he lives in the woods for a whole year, just on his own. He teaches himself to fish. He has a falcon that he teaches to fly and hunt with him. And he lives in a hollow tree. Now, I'm going to be reading that with a 10-year-old who can hardly wait to read it. I love it. Because it sounds so fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And when I was a kid, I, I thought the same way. As an adult... Mm-hmm. I had this thought the other day. I'm like, you know what? I never thought about that book. Where were that kid's parents? How did he just leave yeah, his right. house for a whole year and nobody knew where he was and nobody cared? <laughs> but that's not how kids see that book. Sure, sure. And it's a book about being independent and resilient and self-sufficient. Yes. What great messages. Remi- There's no political message It reminds there. me of the uh, Louis L'Amour books. I love the Louis L'Amour series too. Awesome. Well, that's for a little bit older. Yeah kid but I still this is for an elementary (laughs) age kid Mm -hmm. for sure sure um one of the other things that surprised me and these are very not in fashion anymore Mm -hmm. the little house on the prairie books yeah fabulous yeah absolutely they have been taken out of a lot of school libraries elementary schools because Laura Ingalls Wilder does not have currently politically correct views about Native Americans on the frontier. And she's not in drag swinging from a pole. So, yeah, you got to eradicate good old Laura, right? (laughs) Yet again, it's another story that teaches about the strength of family. Yes. Being independent, being self-reliant. They Mm -hmm. face challenges and they resolve them. One of my favorite stories of all time comes out of there where... Ma goes out to the barn and she thinks she's she she's trying to get what she thinks is a cow back into a into mm-hmm. a barnyard mm-hmm. and it's dark and at the end she realizes it was a bear 
that she was <laughs> right. poking. Right. Yeah, don't poke the bear. I love the series. I think it's great. I think the books are great. I think they're great suggestions because we have a big problem. You know, with, with reading, they have to read in order to command the language and know how to spell because that's, you know, it gives them that. And then they have to know how to write, says Jordan Peterson, to develop critical thinking. Because if you have to write about something, then you have to think about it critically as you're writing it. And you can check yourself. And so we don't write and read enough. I, I, I love we your don't. suggestions. Well, there's 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 some others. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit older kids. Uh, I can't tell you. And I, I, I don't I read a lot and mm-hmm. I read a lot of young adult fiction. I read a lot of all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the young adult fiction right now is very dystopian. And right. I read The Hunger Games, for example, and liked The Hunger Games. There's a message there. Mm-hmm. But I can't have a steady diet of that. And I don't right. think our kids should either. There's a lot of reading that they're asked to do in school now that's mm-hmm. very dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I was in about eighth grade, I started reading The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And um, and then went on in high school to read all of The Lord of the Rings. Right. And while Lord of the Rings has is very dark, and going to Mordor is a very scary premise, mm-hmm. some of the things that I took away as a young reader from that was about loyalty, friendships, mm. um, sticking together. At you know, what right. do we do when things are hard? Can we take a challenge? Can we? There, there's a place where Frodo has to decide. Does he leave his home and comfortable life right. to go on this quest when he really doesn't want to? Mm. But he knows it's the right thing to do. I love that. I love that. I, I'll add to it. Michael Vay, the Richard, oh, yeah, the yeah pris- Richard Michael Paul Vay, Evans, the prisoner of um, self. Yep, Michael Vay series is great, and also Tuttle Twins because they and Tuttle Twins yes. came out with a new history book that's so cool. Connor Boyette gave me one <laughs> when we were at Freedom Fest, oh. and it's awesome. So check out the uh, this is the book your kids need to read about American history, and it sets the record straight on so many things. So make sure your kids get uh, Tuttle Twins, and then of course get the extra book American History. And by the way, Jackie Wolarski was killed an hour ago. She's uh, representative there in Indiana where you are. Yeah, it's wow. kind of a shocking story. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that the the people here who knew her are very upset over her death. Yeah, she a uh, representative uh, Congress and her two assistants were are, are dead as well and in a in a car crash about an hour ago. So uh yeah, your state. Wow. That's I know. crazy. Anyway, you you never know. No, you never, you never know, know when your last day is going to be. So. I know. So make them count, make them good, and be on the side of freedom. <laughs> I don't know of a better place. Be on the side of God and be on the side of freedom, and and you know you'll 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 be great. You know what? Thank you. I love the book suggestions too. That was awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Melissa. I really appreciate You're you. You're very welcome. Awesome, awesome. She's going to get a storm here pretty soon here, and uh, wish you luck through that. So, well, I'll be right back with Susan. Don't go anywhere. George Webb was going to join us, but I think he just rescheduled. So Susan is joining, and she'll be back in in just a moment. And of course. Uh, Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I can't stand it. The new commemorative Kate Daly Show coin limited edition 
is here. It's ready. And you can purchase one. You can help Truth and Radio. 99 bucks. And of course, for value, you've got a real silver coin. And that sits on, in your pocket, which is real nice at $40, $45 value. And it's only supposed to skyrocket. So it's a good investment. It's an investment into silver. It's an investment into Truth and Radio. The coin itself says, be faithful, be fearless, just like we need to be. And modeled after the flowing hair coin. That was the first coin ever minted in the United States, ever. 1794, when we became a country. Let's celebrate history. Let's celebrate truth and radio. And the show needs it. We need your help. We can't go on. It's a very expensive show. We cannot do this without you. We can't grow without you. And so this is a limited edition. Please get one before they're gone. And let me just tell you, this coin is gorgeous. You can go see it at katedallyradio.com. Really easy to order. You just click on the link. It takes you two seconds. But if you can order several of these or order one for yourself and maybe some for friends or family, it's a great way to celebrate what's so important in this country. Truth, education, all the things that we need as a populace. And I love the guests that I have on the show. I love the co-hosts like Chris Ann Hall coming on to educate us. And let me just tell you, this is worth it. This is a way that instead of just listening, you can act by having one of these in your home. It comes in a beautiful case. And on the back, it says, in God we trust, united we stand. Also on the front, it says, the Kate Daly Show, be faithful and be fearless. I hope we always remain faithful and fearless because that's what it's going to take to get through all of this. And I hope that you purchase one of these coins, please, to keep this show on the air. And uh, a big thank you, big heartfelt thank you from me, all the co-hosts. Because this show is not corporate owned. We run from you. We run off of you. And I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Please go purchase one of these. We've been waiting for this for a long time. And get one before it's gone. Thanks. KateDallyRadio.com. Look for the link on the top. Stay.